Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Central Texas Living with Ann Harder. More than 46,000 Central Texans don't know where their next meal will come from. 30% in Waco live in poverty, and that's where Caritas Waco comes in. It was established back in 1967 by Catholic Charities of the Austin Diocese, and this ministry's had... Well, it's had some great individuals leading it in the past, like Dr. Eugene Judd, Dr. Kenneth Murby, and Buddy Edwards. But with Buddy's recent retirement, now Alicia Jala and Ann Owen are serving as co-executive directors. And I'm so happy to welcome Alicia to the podcast this morning. And a very recent addition to the staff is Mary Beth Kauk, the Director of Development, and it is we had a chance to visit not too long ago on a Facebook Live. Yes, just yesterday. It was, a, well, it was a fundraiser for the um, KXXV for 25 News, and because, and the, the catchphrase was, uh, hunger doesn't, doesn't take a vacation in the summer. There's no, there's no, no let up, and this time of year, it's even... It's even worse because of the uh, COVID. It is, yeah. Well, Alicia, tell me, what is, what has been your involvement with Caritas? Have you been with them a while? Sure. I've been there about two years now. So when I came on board, I was the assistant executive director um, overseeing operations. So I got all the fun facilities and human resources, and then I oversaw several of our departments. And then just a couple of weeks ago, I was promoted to be a co-executive director with Ann Owen. Well, now hopefully Buddy Edwards won't get the big head because it took two women to mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to replace him. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I'm, I'm sure there was a lot of strategy behind that with your strengths and and Anne has been Anne Owen has been involved with Caritas I know for many years she has I believe she's been there about seven years um, at least five or six when I came on Um, there was you know she and I um, have strengths that complement each other really well as well as weaknesses that complement each other really well and so um, the board just uh, made I I think a great decision in having us both come on and co-lead together and I'm excited to be able to 
do it. And there, there are definitely big shoes to fill with Buddy Edwards. I mean, he <laughs> left um, a legacy of compassion and service to this community. And so I hope that we're able to um, just follow his lead and continue it on and just best serve our community that we can. Mary Beth, you're a much more recent addition to the staff, but of course, been in Central Texas, um, United Way. I mean, you've, you've had a lot of roles. What brought you to Caritas? Being in the United Way network, I was really able to see the different nonprofits in our community. And I was just always incredibly impressed personally with Caritas. And so when I saw this position come open, I said, you know, God, is this where you're calling me to be? Is this the door that's going to open? And I prayed about it and I went for it. And here I am today. And I'm just so excited to be here. I think it's my eighth day. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm early still getting my feet wet. Tenure, early in your tenure. Uh, but, but as director of development, I, I know that there have, you know, always you're raising money. I mean, always. And, uh, and, and I know the, the, the one day fundraiser that 25 News did was, was a great thing for you guys as well. Um, but, but you had to, I'm sure cancel things. There was a big thing in April, I think, that was planned. and We have Feast of Caring. Yeah. And so right now we're tentatively looking at October for that. It could move again. We're yeah. also playing around with like a virtual uh, event idea. So that's something that could happen as well. Uh, we also have the golf tournament. And so working very hard behind the scenes right now to see how can we can keep these events going and keep a momentum behind them and just bring in that monetary donation that we need. Yeah, now the golf tournament, that's in the fall? Is that one? It is. That's yeah, normally in it's in the fall. Yeah, yeah so we're already um, pushing it to the spring. Um, we've went ahead and canceled it for this year, and then hopefully um, we'll be able to hold it in the spring. Yeah, well, uh, of course, the work you do is so important to folks, and, and there's so much more need. Uh, you have, like, some numbers you can share with folks, like how many people you've served and yeah, absolutely. Um, what we've seen um, is definitely an increase. Um, April was our, our highest at the, the start of everything and the shelter in place. Um, we would see uh, saw about 3,000 households um, for the month of April. Um, we've gone down just a little bit, but we're still seeing, you know, 2,900 for June. And mm-hmm. so um, it's just about 100 less. And that's, you know, with people have um, some people being able to go back to work. Um, and so we're not, not seeing as many but um, so that's, that's still, good news it's a little it glimmer is of good a news a little um we have seen in the last week or two um an increase again though and so we're going back up and uh, and it may be um just because of the spikes in cases and mm-hmm. um definitely people getting fearful again of it maybe potentially another shutdown or whatever it may be um so we're, we're seeing an increase again um but for june we saw about um 7700 individuals come through oh my goodness yeah and we've seen um a about 220 new families come through our drive-through for um, receiving assistance just in the past three months. Food, of course, is what folks, you know, really associate Caritas with, but there are other services available as well, right, Mary Beth? Correct. Um, we also have case management. There's also a focus on veteran case management as well. So we have Tammy that oversees that program. Uh, Caritas also offers prescription assistance, uh, assistance with utilities, mortgage, rental assistance. So it really is a holistic approach with helping the individual out of crisis. Right. And and hopefully to, to get them back on their feet. You know, it's a it's a help for kind of a, as you say, a crisis time. And 
in their families functioning. Um, what has surprised you uh, in, in this new role? I guess, you know, been there a couple of years, Alicia, but what, what is the one thing that kind of surprises you about the work you do that maybe you think most people don't understand? Yeah, I think especially right now, um, just how hard physically it is on our staff has just been really surprising and and trying to even protect them. You know, our staff, um, our team is just absolutely incredible. They're loading hundreds of pounds of foods into these carts and then again, loading them into everybody's cars or the truck beds. Um, and that's, it's a lot of effort. Um, and they're also doing that in the weather's 96, 97 plus degrees. And they're wearing face masks. And they're having to wear face masks right now and keep social distancing. I mean, it's just, it is a, it's a lot. It's physically draining um, on the staff and yet uh, they don't complain. Um, they do it normally with a smile. I mean, it's incredible to have seen them and what they're going through, even, you know, in their personal lives and still kind Coming to work and doing their best to serve our community. Um, that's been the, the biggest surprise and just, you know, it's it's caught even Ann and I um, it, with tears in our eyes sometimes to just see how our, our team has come together to serve our community and just kind of fought through some really tough elements at times. So, so how many people do you have working there at Caritas? So downtown, we have about um, about 27 staff members mm-hmm. that kind of work through the downtown. And then we also have an additional um, 10 to 15 staff members that work at our thrift stores. Do you use volunteer help? Yes, we're always looking for volunteers. We need volunteers to help um, in the warehouse with unloading the groceries, the canned goods. We also need volunteers to help with loading the cars and you know, we are always looking for volunteers to help with that. And so you can go to caritas-waco.org and click on the volunteer uh, tab at the top and fill out the, the volunteer application page. And I'm sure that's a good place to go to donate. <laughs> you're, yes. you're, you're always in need of donations. What, what does it cost to run Caritas? I mean, do you have some dollar figures for that? Yeah, it costs a lot. Just our food bill alone every month can range into the thousands of dollars. I mean, you're looking at um, about $10,000 a month. Um, and that's on top of all of the um, the free food that we get donated through individuals and churches and as well as other businesses. And so just food cost alone is a lot. Um, thankfully, we have been um, just absolutely surrounded by our community and supported um, to be able to provide some funds also, um, like for the COVID relief funds through United Way and um, the Cooper Foundation to be able to help provide um, for those who have been specifically impacted by COVID Um, and those grant funds have already been spent and Mm. we're you know hoping for maybe more um, so that we can keep you know roofs over heads and water turned on for our families. Do some restaurants help you out with with food and stuff? A couple have, like Uncle Dan's was great. They did some, and they even actually helped provide some lunch for our staff one day. They mm-hmm. were great to us. Um, and, and normally restaurants do uh, do a lot more. I know right now they're kind of struggling right along with us. Yeah, that that is true. That is true. Um, so what, you know, you, you said, uh, Mary Beth, you know, you had a familiarity with Caritas. Um, what has surprised you about the ministry since you've kind of been involved with it just for a few days. 
I have been blown away by the teamwork that goes behind the scenes with Caritas to see everyone, just everybody hops on board. It doesn't matter what department you're working in. It doesn't matter what office you're in. Everybody is all hands on deck to make this happen for the families. And everybody is so kind and everyone is there because they have a passion for this ministry. That's why they are there. Um, it's very, it brings a lot of joy to my heart. And it brings a lot of joy to my work day to be able to experience that every day when I go to work. Exactly where are you located? Yeah, we're at 300 South 15th Street, so 15th and Mary. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, so, and that's where anyone would go to donate mm-hmm. any items or? Yeah, if they want to donate, um, if, like, food items in particular, um, it would be by the loading docks on our 15th um, Street side. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a phone number that you can call if not, none of our warehouse guys are out there, and they'll come out and pick it up. Um, monetary donations, we're asking for people to go online um, or mail them in just to try to limit some contact. Um, however, if you would like to stop by, you're more than welcome to, um, and it'll be more on the Mary um, Street side that you'd be able to come to to make that donation. Now, if folks want to donate, is there is something that you need more than others? I mean, is it like baby items maybe or um, canned, I know canned goods, you always think about donating yeah. like tuna fish and things mm-hmm. like that. Definitely the the canned goods and dry goods is always needed, um, especially things like cans that have like the pop tops for our homeless um, population. Mm. Those are really good. Um, the canned protein um, is a great donation just because those tend to be more expensive for us to um, purchase. And so if people can donate that, that definitely eases some of the, the burden on us financially. Things like insurer, things like that. Those too. Yeah, mm-hmm. those are great, especially something that um, people, families can can make full meals out of those mm. are good mm-hmm. very good uh, anything else you know that you'd like to add about about the work of Caritas and well, I just want to say thank you to our community I mean there's no way that we could do it without this community and stepping up and you know supporting us whether that's financially or with their time or just even prayers and good thoughts sending our way I mean there's just no way we could do it without them so thank you to everyone who, um, who supports us through this time. We, we feel it, and we thank you for it. Well, it was a ministry founded many, many years ago, um, and it's helped countless people. And, and the work of Caritas really can't, can't be overstated, that's for sure. Uh, I like to end these little visits with uh, some questions. It was um, a little questionnaire that was brought to my attention by James Lipton. He would use that on his show inside the Actors Studio. So... You can you can take turns or piggyback or however you want to do it, but we're going to start off. Let's start off with Alicia. What's your favorite word? Oh, uh, perseverance is one of my favorite well, that's words. That's a good one. Yeah. That is a good one. I just think, you know, if you don't have a persevering character or attitude, you're just not going to make it. And so perseverance, I always just tell everyone, let's persevere through this. Let's get through it. Yeah. My turn. <laughs> sure. Yeah, Mary Beth, what's your favorite word? I would say joy. I think that yeah. there are so many things that encompass joy. People, um, your religion, uh, 
love, all sorts of things encompass the word joy. And so to bring joy to others and to bring joy to the community is something that's very special. And so the word joy is very important to me. Okay. Conversely, what's your least favorite word, Alicia? Maybe more of a phrase of I can't. It drives me crazy when people say I can't. Um, There is always a way through. (laughs) Just always. Don't ever say I can't. Because you can, we can always find a way. Well, you kind of answered this one already, Mary Beth, with what turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally. I would say creatively is prayer. Mm-hmm. And that's just in my personal life. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say in my professional life, it's creatively being in a work environment that's incredibly supportive, that has a mission within the community. That is what launches my creativity because I'm an extrovert and I love people and I really. Uh, burn off the energy of people and so when I'm surrounded by a lot of creativity it just continues to flow yeah yeah good yeah I'm uh, definitely an extrovert and a people person and so I feed off of other people and so I um, love engaging with people and talking with people and working alongside my you know especially my team at work Um, that just that fuels me every day what sound do you love the most Mary Beth go to you Oh, that's a very interesting question. What sound do I like the most? Um, I would say music, yeah. <laughs> which I know is a category. Oh. Um, but I love music. I love um, all types of music, different genres of music. And so I know that's a pretty generic answer, but I would say music. Yeah, okay. Um, I have a six-month-old baby at Aww. home, and his giggle is probably the <laughs> best sound in the world. Yes. I just love it, especially... When his daddy is doing something and he's giggling with his daddy. Oh, I just, I like do it all the time. I could listen to it just (laughs) 24-7. It is just the best sound um, I have ever heard. It melts my heart and, you know, brings a a joy to me every single moment. Oh, yes, yes. Well, what sound do you not love? Oh. Oh, (laughs) Such a, <laughs> what sound do I Ooh. not love? Snoring. <laughs> That's a good one. Spoken Especially as, when I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> spoken as one who deals with that. <laughs> I do not like hearing that noise. Oh, that's... Sleep. <laughs> oh, man. At work, I hate the sound of uh, the pallets dropping. Really oh, loud. that's a good one. <gasps> they surprise just, you? They're heavy. Yeah, and it's it just does. They're so loud. loud. It's just, I'm always thinking that something's falling or something's about to collapse on someone or just <laughs> something I'm sitting there thinking like oh gosh somebody just got hurt or something I just that big clang of the the pallets on the warehouse floor I just oh I hate that sound oh interesting mm-hmm. what other profession would you want to try oh goodness um I've always worked in nonprofit. Mm-hmm. um before this I thought I was going to do um, be a missionary overseas I wanted to run an orphanage in Nepal and um and, and just do that and so that's the only other thing I've ever considered doing was running an orphanage somewhere overseas mm, very noble noble mm-hmm. calling there Mine is very random, but it's always been the best. And one of these days, it's on my bucket list. Uh I want to run a Christmas store. (laughs) I love the holidays. And I think it'd be so much fun. And then have like proceeds to benefit like a a charity or some kind of program within the community. Okay. So what job do you know you would not want to do? I could never be a doctor or a nurse. I could never do that. I am not good at blood and and 
telling people bad news and I'm I just I could never do that I would say a custodial worker <laughs> and I have so much respect for custodial mm-hmm. workers because it's an incredibly hard job and that is not one of the gifts that the that God gave me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay because at home we all get to do enough of that <laughs> as it is all right finally what do you want to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates Alicia Oh, um, just good job, faithful servant. I mean, I, I hope that um, he tell, calls me to rest at that point. Just good job and take a rest. Good mm. job. Mm-hmm. Exactly what came to my mind was good job, um, good and faithful servant. Yeah. Okay. Exactly what I was thinking. Thank you both. You are doing, and you're doing very well. And new callings, really, for, mm-hmm. for both of you where you are. But uh, Caritas is such an important um, ministry in Central Texas that's affecting so many lives, and we can all be a part of this. Exactly, and help. And again, so where where do we go to donate? Caritas-Waco.org, and you can donate through the website. You can our address is on there, so you can also send a check or a monetary donation through the mail. Our phone number's listed on there. Give us a call. We'll get you connected. Oh, Mary Beth, thank you so much. You and Alicia, both all the best to you in in your work there at Caritas. Thank you you so much. Thank you. Central Texas Living is part of the Rogue Media Network family. Be sure to check out their other shows at RogueMediaNetwork.com. Please rate us five stars on iTunes and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Join us again soon for more Central Texas Living, the podcast. This has been Rogue Media Network Podcast.